Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Zial Raushan with you on Money FM 89.3. Joined in the studio by Dan Ko. Happy hum day, folks. We're halfway through the work week. Speaking of work, we're going to be talking about salaries now. And I mentioned it earlier, transparency when it comes to discussing your income. So, Dan, how much do you earn? That's a bit direct, don't you think? Uh, I mean, they say that's the best policy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, for me, I think I prefer to... What? That much? It. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not actually revealing oh, you missed how much. That. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think for me, I usually try to keep it private. Okay. But maybe I'll let people closer to me know. Fair enough. So you got a long way to go. Sure, I've only <laughs> been doing this show with him for about a month now. I'm going to throw back the question to you. Oh, how much do you earn? Well, I only reveal to people who are close <laughs> to me. Well, one thing I hope that our guests coming up can convince you to okay. maybe discuss it a bit more openly because... I hadn't given it much consideration until I read her op-ed in The Straits Times, which appeared on a Sunday. Well, joining us now is Clara Locke, a correspondent with The Straits Times, particularly a travel correspondent. We will talk to her travel later on, but she now is going to talk about that op-ed which happened on Sunday. Clara, good to have you with us. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Great to have you here. Now, for those of you who don't know, she's joining us in the studio live and it's quite exciting to have a guest in the studio live. Clara, to get the ball rolling, you wrote an eye-catching piece in the Sunday Times about salary transparency. To start with, tell us, what was the sentiment amongst people on the ground when you raised this topic? So I preceded this discussion by asking people, you know, hypothetically, would you tell me, would you answer honestly if I ask you how much you make? So some people were, you know, a little bit surprised, a little bit taken aback because you're right. Nobody really talks about this openly, especially in our culture in Singapore. Mm. But once you get over the initial shock, I think it leads into a discussion where people don't just talk about the figure. People talk about, you know, how happy they are at work, what they want from work, how their salary measures up against work-life balance or what they're getting from their job, their career progression. So I think salary is just one entry point to talking about how we can better our lot at work because we spend so much time at work, right? We may as well enjoy what we do. That's true. Yeah, so like the adult equivalent of scoring below a par in test, most of us don't want to, others to know about it. Call it saving face, the classic Asian quest for respect and social standing. Those are two quotes from your op-ed that suggests a fundamental mindset shift that needs to occur before this becomes a reality. Do you agree with this? So some people who are hesitant about talking about salary, I ask them, why are you hesitant about? Because it's not like, I want to know your figure, you know. It's just, I want to know what's your thought process. Mm. So some told me that they feel like they might be earning less than their peers and they just feel a bit like, a bit paisi, a bit shy Mm. about Mm. saying the figure because they don't want to be perceived as inferior. Mm. And it's kind of like in school, right? Like if you do badly on the test, you're like, shit, at home nobody comes and asks you. Exactly, yeah. So I think this is kind of the adult equivalent because this is how we are benchmarking the adult world. Yeah, it's like your equivalent of success, right? How how far you are. I guess especially among your peers and people like that, you're of the same age group, you're expected to be running the same race almost. So there's a fear of being judged, right? Mm. Even if nobody's expecting this of you or judging you, Mm. it's it's these internalized expectations as well. Like we want to do exactly. well. We want to feel like we're successful. Yeah, yeah. Now you touched on it there, the fear of being judged. Do you think it's not just about being the lowest earner in a set circle, but let's say you are the highest earner in a set circle, you don't want to come across as 
arrogant, show off or you know, how lean. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't want to come across that way in certain conversations. Yeah, it's like how again in school, when you do well on a test, you cannot be the one going around asking people, hey, how much you got? Then they ask you, then mm. you're like, oh, I got 95. It's very annoying. Were you that yeah. kid in school? I was not. Okay. I, okay. I was one just, like, just not clarifying. So <laughs> Roshan, you sound like the kid no, in school. No, no. <laughs> I didn't do well enough to show off anything, guys. <laughs> but you know, so someone made the analogy that if you do better than your peers, then sometimes it can lead to maybe like socioeconomic divides. Mm. Say you all come up together, you all, all go NS together, same mm. reservice, but throughout the years, there's an income disparity that comes about. Yeah. Then you don't want to feel like you're doing so much better. Maybe if you drill your peers to go and eat at a nice place, then they might not be able to be so comfortable and afford it. Nobody wants to be put in that position where they are reminded that they're so much better off, I think. Mm. Right. So then it boils down to this question. How do you think can we achieve a shift in mindsets? I think it's about talking about it slowly. So as I'm asking people, hey, can you tell me how much you make or tell me your range? Of course, if they tell me, I have to respond in kind, right? Because otherwise, I'm just asking all these questions. So as much as I feel some apprehension, I would also tell them, okay, you know, this is kind of a range that I make. And hopefully, I think it's these baby steps that will encourage people to talk about it. Because as we talk about it, we realise, like I mentioned just now, that it opens up all these great conversations and Mm. people would help each other like find new social contacts or tap on their social capital, open up their networks and I think that's really one good consequence that can come out of talking about work and our salaries. Yeah, it almost seems like that mindset is a mental block that we are used to growing up in an Asian environment because we are told not to ask certain questions. Clara, do you feel once you uh, sign this assignment and then you started talking about it you managed to overcome that mental block slightly a little bit yeah because at the beginning when i told people a little like a range of how much i make i also felt like like should i really be talking Mm, about this mm, but mm. it's like it's like what you said this trend we realize where is the older generation that tends to feel like your salary is very personal Mm. and the people that i talk to in their 20s say you know yeah i don't mind talking about it in fact if someone asks i will tell them so maybe Mm. it's a generational generational thing maybe Mm. it's a mindset shift that's happening throughout the years Mm. Um, but i think it's, it's baby steps now, if you're just joining us, Money FM 89.3, we're in conversation with Clara Locke from The Straits Times, and we're talking about salary transparency. We've tried and understand the perspective of a person. Now, I want to shift it slightly to an employer's perspective. Now, Clara, you touched on it in an article as well. Such transparency could sow seeds of discontent among staffs. I mean, we're all human, right? Which mm-hmm. in turn could affect morale, productivity, or even happiness at work. So, evidently, this seems like a bit of a slippery slope. So, do you think the employers are going to be on board with this shift in mindset? I mean, there's a reason that many employers discourage or even prohibit employees from talking about their salaries. Mm. So, Interestingly, there was, a, there was a study done where it found that when, when employees were given a list of how much everybody makes in the same company, everyone who fell below the median was more likely to feel discontent mm. and to also go searching for a new job. And if you're an employer, you don't want that. And of course, you know, it seems like the easy answer to that is, oh, you know, oh, employers should pay more. But I think it becomes a little bit difficult for SMEs or for companies who don't have the resources of the big firms to just basically throw money at the problem because they also have to attract talent. And then how are they going to do that? Mm, right. Now, in your article, you, you quoted an example of a manager in F&B being transparent mm-hmm. in his team of five, right? But at, he admitted that this would be trickier among a bigger group of staff. So is there a way to make this more feasible? Well, if I had the answer, I would sell it to HR. So I don't, know, <laughs> I, don't have a, I don't have a good answer for that. But I will say that he explained that for him, it took right. a lot of conversations, honest conversations with the staff to explain to them how each of them is valued by the company. Mm. And he also caveated that they might not all agree. Mm. They might still feel like, hey, I should be paid more. You know, yeah. because... 
80% of people think that they are the top 20% of performers. Right. So mm. we all think we should be paid mm. like the, the, the top most band in our, in our companies. But the point is that the company or the manager has taken the effort to, to give you some kind of justification. And you can take that or not, but at least there has been that thought process there so the employees don't feel like it's so arbitrary. Mm. 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 I think a good starting point for this mindset shift would be a bit of honesty. I think if you're going yeah. to reveal how much you make, you need to be wary of what you bring to the table and whether it's reflected in your salary. If it isn't, then maybe you have a case to fight. If it already is, then don't go and compare for the sake of comparing almost, yeah. right? I think that then becomes difficult for yourself mentally because you're fighting almost a losing battle, I feel. Now, Clara, just quickly to wrap up on this topic of salary transparency, we talk about this fear of judgment. Mm-hmm. Something I feel that transcends just the topic at hand. It's not just salaries that bring on that fear of judgment, right? There are various things in life that bring on that that fear. So, as you have pointed out, being open about one salaries could possibly open up new opportunities. I want you to talk to me about what are these opportunities that you think conversations about salaries can incite. So, this whole topic came about because everyone's concerned about cost of living right now. Mm. Like, everything's so expensive. You walk into a supermarket, things cost more than the exact same product one year ago and like, that stings, right? Mm. So, everyone's concerned about how to make more money. Salary is just one way to do that. And I think... Talking about salary, like I mentioned just now, it can open up conversations where people can share their social capital. They can talk about different ways you can upskill, industries you can move into. If you're not happy in your current role, what else can you do? It opens up a sharing of ideas and that can give people a lot of different entry points into doing something different or better or just overall being happier at work. Wow, that's quite fascinating and insightful. Clara, thank you so much for coming on Money FM to discuss your Sunday op-ed. For those of the listeners who haven't read it, I urge you to go check it out on thestraitstimes.com. Now, we've been speaking to Clara Locke, travel correspondent at The Straits Times about salary transparency. She got through that entire interview without telling us her salary. Now, listeners, if you have an opinion on it, do share it with us on Money FM 89.3. Till then, enjoy the good music. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.